Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is uh, Jolie Root. Jolie Root, the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their fish oils. And Carlson, the supplement house that literally, through Susan Carlson, the registered pharmacist who started the company, Susan Carlson introduced natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965. That was D-alpha plus the beta, delta, and gamma tocopherols. When that was, I'm always happy to say, absolutely cutting-edge technology. Today, it's taken for granted, but Susan Carlson brought it to the marketplace, recognized the importance to our good health, and Susan Carlson brought it to the marketplace in 1965. Jolie Root, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to be with you. You know, it is amazing, really, when you think about 1965, it's, there's probably a lot of people in the audience that weren't even alive then. Right. But we, um, it, year, year after next, are going to be celebrating 60 years at Carlson, which right. is just phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And it's also interesting because I remember 1965, you know, I thought as a young boy, I thought, oh, my goodness, it's a very modern world. And indeed it was. But it's amazing how far we've come as far yeah. as our, your subject and my subject, which is, you know, wellness, how things that were kind of, not what kind of, but were completely dismissed by the mainstream in 1965, or for that matter, in 1975, and also probably in 1985. But yes. now they have been accepted by most, not all. And so Americans are now eating much more carefully, exercising, concerned about the environment. I mean, there's been a huge change in our understanding of what we need to be healthy. And I would like to think that you and I and Carlson and other people have been responsible for that. I would like to think that my voice made a difference. I agree with you, Josh. I, I, I remember the first time that I learned that, that two fish meals a week reduced a man's heart attack risk by half compared to men that ate fish much less frequently. And it was like a slap on the head to me. And I thought, are you kidding? It Could it be as simple as something like that that would cut a risk in half? Everybody needs to know this. I want to tell everybody about this. And that, you know, that, it, that, that was just the beginning. But I do think that there have been voices over the decades that have been great teachers and 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 were very good at translating science and helped people understand that lifestyle choices are in many, many cases, the most important thing that we can do to be healthy throughout all the different stages of life so right. to that end you and i well that's what we've always done right right exactly and of course you know one thing that we all recognize is 
Everything is simple after you know it. After you know it, it makes perfect sense. Sure. You know, after, but but before you know, before someone explains to you, no, no, it's important that you should not be drinking all that. I'll use the word Jacqueline used to use soda pop. He never mentioned the names, but he always said soda pop, which as a young kid, I thought, oh, how lame that is. But I recognized, no, that you don't want to be sued by these major players. So he just called it soda pop, you know, which I guess is certainly fair enough. Jolie, so we focus on discussing, discussing fish oils, which I always like to recommend to people first when, I'm, when they're asking me about nutrition because everyone can relate to fish oils. They know exactly what fish oil is. You know, their great-grandparents or, you know, distant relatives use fish oil. So we understand fish oil. But as I understand it, there's a concept that I was completely unfamiliar with called the idea of some fish oils are concentrated and some are not concentrated. And so yeah. what does that mean? I haven't even heard that. Well, think about sometimes you'll go into a drugstore or you'll go into one of the big box stores and you'll see a fish oil on the shelf and it, you know, the front of the package says a thousand milligrams, but when you read the label, which we always teach people to do, it might only have 100 milligrams of the EPA and the DHA. And and that means it certainly isn't concentrated. And in, in a thousand milligrams of oil, natural concentration will never exceed 300 milligrams oh. or 30 percent uh-huh. of the EPA and the DHA. And so um, contrast that. And, and since, Josh, every time I talk with you, we talk about we want people to take somewhere around 2,000 milligrams a day of the EPA and the DHA. We want them to eat fish several times a week and make up the difference with a supplement. That's the most intelligent advice we can give anyone in the omega-3 conversation currently. Um, So if a capsule only has 100 or 200 milligrams of EPA and DHA, what, is a person supposed to take 10 capsules? Well, we all recognize that that's not a, a, you know, a a realistic expectation of anyone. So what we learned to do a, a while back, really, I... I'm going to tell you that it happened in the 90s, was concentrate the potency of the EPA and the DHA by a couple of ways. Selecting fish that have more of these omega-3 fats in their bodies and so therefore are a better source, but also um, compacting the fatty acids versus the amount of oil. And and so I often talk about this encapsulated product that Carlson makes. It's called Maximum Omega 2000. And in two capsules, there's 2000 milligrams of omega-3s. So contrast that to a capsule that only has 200 milligrams. Well, the lower potency product is not concentrated and the higher potency product is a concentrate. And we did that to make it easier for people to take fewer capsules, but get a a medically relevant dose or a dose that would be better as far as uh, compared to optimal intake amounts for omega-3 in either one or two capsules. And so the concentrates are out there and the, and the message is read 
your labels. Mm -hmm. Don't assume that two things standing on the shelf that both say 1,000 milligrams are equal. You have to flip it around and look at the EPA and the DHA per serving, and you've got to look at how many capsules in a serving also so that you realize that, oh, I'm supposed to take two to get this amount that's shown on this label. But we talk often about the very finest fish oil, which is that lemon flavored liquid that I think you like, Mm -hmm. or the, the cod liver oil. Those are not concentrates. The reason that you're getting higher amounts of the EPA and the DHA in those liquids is because you're taking a teaspoonful and a teaspoonful is actually five mls in liquid measure and that's equivalent to five of those 1000 milligram soft gel capsules so it's a bigger volume of oil in those liquids than in a capsule in a single capsule or even two capsules so that's why the potency is higher on those liquids they're not concentrates though that's those are naturally occurring potencies from the fish that they come from Mm -hmm. also long-winded and i'm sorry josh but also there are concentrated liquids and a number of them and we call them professional formulas because they one of them is med omega another one is super omega-3 elite dha super dpa and they have in a teaspoonful upwards of about 3,000 milligrams of omega-3s they're very potent compared to the very finest fish oil Right. That comes at price, but if somebody is looking for, uh, let's say somebody has had a concussion and they've been told to take nine grams of the EPA and DHA per day for, say, a week and then six grams and then three grams thereafter, sometimes for someone like that, again, if you get the professional strength concentrated liquids, you can do that with a teaspoonful, or in the case of nine grams, three teaspoons full for one week. So uh, I, I just wanted to bring it up because I didn't think we'd ever talked about the concentrates. No, no, we had not. We had not. And by the way, the high potencies that, that you just mentioned, I do know that Michael Lewis, the MD, graduate of Annapolis, yep. he, working with a military uh, and also a professional football players who have problems with concussion, is the one who recommends that real high potency and then he scales it down and michael's great he really you know and he he's doing very good work for the military and for the for the football league and the football league keeps it quiet for whatever reason they don't talk about it i guess they don't want to discuss the injuries that all the football players seem to have yeah it reflects negatively on them because of the traumatic brain injury potential in that sport so of course they don't want to talk about it but it's you and me and everybody else you can hit your you can slip and you can hit your head when you fall you can have uh you know you can you can smack i got a concussion one time standing up underneath a can crusher that we had in our kitchen i forgot it was there i was feeding the dog i bent over to put something in her bowl i lifted my head up and boom and you can in skiing, in equestrian sports, and there's so many ways that we hit our right, heads. Right. So um, that Michael Lewis's protocol was on 60 Minutes. Sanjay oh. Gupta 
profiled it, and that was because of a, a, a young man that had been in a terrible motorcycle accident. And he literally woke up from a coma using the, the concussion protocol. Uh, no one expected him to recover as well as he has. And, and, and it was considered miraculous. And, and, and Dr. Lewis made the rounds. There were a few years there, Josh, where I couldn't go to a conference that Michael Lewis wasn't there right. presenting about that. You know, he was everywhere. But it's, it's legitimately used in emergency medicine. So people need to understand that while everyone can relate to fish oils, um, it, there are in some cases some some honest to goodness life saving measures that they make possible, and that is done with these more concentrated products that are still available. Everybody can buy them. It's a, you know they're they're available to everyone. For those just tuning into the show, our guest is Jolie Root. Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist. For Carlson, Carlson known for their fish oils, and also the introduction of natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965. Jolie, when we using the fish oil, and we have the choice of the liquid or the capsules, I always like to ask, do you prefer liquid or capsules, and when are we to take the fish oil? I don't have a preference as far as whether it's a capsule or a liquid. There are some people that will not do a liquid, although I must say the Carlson liquids are taste award winning, mm -hmm. and that is chefs and sommeliers that get together and, and try liquid fish oils. Are they fishy? Carlson's are not. They are fresh. They are flavored in some different flavors, but never fishy. Um, but for a person who takes a capsule, that's just fine too. The real important thing is take it with food and ideally in a meal that has some kind of healthy fat, like an olive oil or something that makes the potential for absorption much, much higher. So that's the way to do it. Alrighty. Uh, and where can we purchase the Carlson fish oils? everywhere um, they're online they're in natural food stores they're in uh, pharmacies natural groceries all of all of the above and carlsonlabs.com all righty and uh, when we're using the fish oils uh, either liquid or capsules those are best being kept in the refrigerator um, the capsules don't need to be refrigerated, although some people who take higher potency capsules will get a little repeating. And if that's the case, keep it in the freezer okay. and take it out right before you take it. And that sort of helps that, but also take it in the middle of a meal. But yes, once the liquids are open, they're very stable. They have several years of shelf life when you buy them. But once you open them, they should be refrigerated. And I like to have people try to use them up within about 100 days. And uh, our guest is Jolie Root. Jolie Root, the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for the fish oils. And Jolie, when people begin to use fish oil, in general, how quickly before they see the results? I've had girlfriends that I put on on a, a good dose, like 3,000 milligrams or something like that of the EPA and DHA because of joint issues because they are equestrian competitors and so they noticed a difference in days <laughs> right. josh right. Um, generally speaking if we're working a, on something like uh, cardiovascular risk factors that are measurable in blood tests 
we like to give it a good six weeks and the benefit continues to grow even at six months it's better than that first six to twelve weeks i've had people who have noticed changes in their cognitive function in a week so everyone's a little different but um you know just once you understand all the benefits you wouldn't quit taking them anyway so just stay on them once you get on a good one and you like it stay on it it's a lifelong thing our guest has been jolie root Jolie Root is a regular contributor to the show, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson, known for their fish oils and for the introduction of natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965. And Carlson Supplements was founded by Susan Carlson, the registered pharmacist, who saw the benefit of the full-spectrum vitamin E and introduced it in 1965. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. Very happy to say that one of my favorite uh, folk singers, rock singers, entertainers, uh, since I've been a young boy, when he came out with the hit song, from, from me anyway, The Eggplant That Ate Chicago, which I had on a 45, and that uh, performer of uh, junk music, junk band, uh, which actually I used to call junk band music, is none other than Norman Greenbaum, who wrote Spirit in the Sky, which was a number one hit in the United States and in Canada and in Europe and in England. It was like everyone loved it. It was just a remarkable song. Uh, Norman Greenbaum, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Oh, hi, and uh, thank you. Very happy to have you on the show. And uh, certainly uh, Spirit in the Sky was a song that, uh, you know, everyone loved. And uh, uh, a couple years after you uh, did that uh, important uh, song, which had a kind of of its own genre, George Harrison came out with My Sweet Lord, and uh, my director also mentioned that the Jesus Christ Superstar kind of uh, came out, and so you kind of kind of gave birth to that genre a little bit. I mean, you can kind of get credit for that, can't you? Well, I guess so. Uh, I honestly didn't pay attention to it uh, until later when people brought it up. Uh, I, I myself just thought people did that. Uh, you know, that it wasn't a movement. But uh, it seems like uh, a lot of it, well, 
not seems, but actually a lot, a lot of songs did come out, and uh, quite a few were hits. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, is it is it because that uh, that as a young man, uh, the people who were attracted to your music, there was a lot of spiritual interest. Uh, you know, both. I mean, didn't actually suddenly. You know, Buddhism and Hinduism and all the gurus were showing up. And did that influence you? Were you interested in any of that? Well, I wasn't, and and I, I was in, I was influenced totally differently, which I can explain if you sure, want. Sure, sure thing, please. Yeah. Uh huh. As you uh, said, I started in Boston uh, doing folk music, and then. Uh, Got into jug band music, heard Bob Dylan, and continued to change my styles, and decided I wanted to go to Hollywood, which I did, and that's how uh, the eggplant at H. Chicago came about, uh, because I had formed a Dr. West uh, medicine show and junk band with some musicians that I had met uh, in Hollywood. And uh, we were signed to a label, and we came out with that song, uh, odd as it was, it made the made the charts, got up to 49. And uh, it was quite interesting, but uh, that started my career. Peace. 
and uh, I did that for a few years, and then I decided I wanted to do something else, and uh, I formed a, I left that band. Well, it kind of dissolved, and uh, I started a rock and roll band, and we were playing here, there, and you know, and I was then uh, discovered uh, by Eric Jacobson in L.A. playing it. I was playing at the Troubadour, and he had produced all the. Uh, Love and Spoonful hits, and he happened to have moved from New York to California, but just happened, I mean, to San Francisco, and he just happened to be in uh, uh, Hollywood, West Hollywood, uh, at Troubadour that particular night. So uh, we, we met and talked, and he said he'd like to sign me. And so we kind of made a made a, a deal with each other, and I was going to write some more songs. And uh, along the way, I said, well, I wrote this song, uh, the music, quite a long time ago, and uh, it took a while for me to get the lyrics going, but I think I got something here. So we went with it. So how did that come about? Uh, well... Uh, along the way, I had discovered uh, American Indian uh, uh, religious uh, backgrounds, and uh, they believed in, straight out, they believed in the spirit of the sky, and they uh, prayed, and, and they were uh, basically long before the gurus came around uh, later on. And uh, I go, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of interesting. And I, I, I put it in the back of my mind uh, as a songwriter, and, and I'm sure a bunch of others, if not all, put things in the back of your mind, and uh, eventually it stays there or it comes out with something else uh, later on. So I put it in the back of my mind. And uh, I had been fiddling around with that music uh, ever since I lived in Boston. So that was years and years. I never knew what to do with it. You know, it was an offshoot of uh, old uh, blues riffs uh, that came from the tw 20s and 30s, actually. And I, uh, so that was in the back of my mind for a long time. Didn't know what to do with it. It didn't fit jug band music uh, so it was just there while I was in LA I happened to be watching Porter Wagoner mm -hmm. he had a show that they, it was on uh, LA TV uh, on Saturday night and uh, he always sang a religious song halfway through his TV show and I go well that's that's pretty good uh I go, gee whiz, uh, maybe I can uh, write a song and, and follow that. And so I, I went, uh, you know, talking to myself, although, you know, maybe silently. Uh, <laughs> if you talk to yourself, a lot of people think you're weird. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I said, man, maybe something like that would go with this music. I just sat down and wrote the words and put it to the music and presented it to uh, 
Eric Jacobson, and we went on to record it. But that's how it uh, that's how it started. Uh, 
it wasn't because of uh, the the other religious things were, that were uh, okay. coming up. All right. For those just tuning into the show, our guest is singer-songwriter Norman Greenbaum, author of and singer-songwriter of Spirit in the Sky, which was not only hit in America and Canada, but it was an international number one hit. It caught everyone by surprise, and it was completely fresh. Uh, you know, it was like in its, in its own genre at that point. It was impressive. And uh, and everyone really also just loves the guitar riffs. I mean, the guitar riffs are really very good. Uh, when you when you when you're in the studio and you were sitting around with your uh, fellow musicians listening to it, did you guys think, oh, we have a hit here? What did you think? Absolutely. Uh, when it was all finished, uh, when we when we took you know sat down and listened to the final mix. Uh, it really did uh, send shivers up the spine and, right. and down the arms. Uh, it, it sounded just great. Uh, I, I had a, a special gizmo built into my guitar by a guitar whiz I knew, and our lead guitar player uh, had figured out another little riff that was important, and the girls that sang the background uh, sounded terrific. And, uh, but, you know, as good as it sounded to us, who knows uh, what might happen to a song. But we really did uh, think it was great. And uh, Warner Brothers released it. But they didn't like it at first uh, as a single, so they uh, released uh, another one first. And that was in 1969. And uh, Christmas was coming around, so they kind of put it on the back shelf. And uh, we talked about it uh, after the new year, and uh, we decided that it should be put out then. And so it came out uh, early spring of uh, 1970 as a single. Okay. And at uh, first, uh, especially in L.A., became a uh, very uh very big and uh asked for people called in in those days and uh requested it so it was a it was pretty good, uh, pretty big on the request line and uh, on on the uh their top 20 different stations and then it kind of faded out but uh at the same time uh, Warner Brothers promotion men uh, were so endeared to it and by it uh, decided that they had to really put some effort in to keep it going, which they did. And uh, at that point, it took about two weeks, and it was number one in L.A. And then, uh, luckily, uh, spread, as you say, to the world. It, it was crazy. And uh, regards to everybody and you, and take care. You take care. Thank you, Norman. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Our guest okay. has been Norman Greenbaum, singer-songwriter, author of Spirit in the Sky, a monster international hit. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. More from Gordon Greenbaum next week. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. 
Carlson Norwegian Fish Oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1600 milligrams of omega-3s. And its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil at finer health food stores today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. The discussion of uh, driverless cars is one that really we find very interesting scientifically, and also it's a big change for us. And what about the idea of when you're maybe been out partying and you think, well, I really uh, wouldn't be a good idea to drive my car home. I will uh, call a cab, which is a nice idea. And also the new wrinkle is you actually call a cab from Waymo and the Waymo cab arrives at the restaurant or at your home and uh, the Waymo car is has no driver. It's all, I guess, uh, great new technology. And my guest is Alexander Hall with Waymo, and also Patricia Riata. Patricia is the president of the California chapter of the organization Mothers Against Drunk Driving, and Patricia has been a regular contributor to the show because Mothers Against Drunk Driving is doing excellent work nationally and has Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Their work has allowed us to reduce the amount of drunk drivers, people killed, by drunk drivers and impaired drivers by more than 50% since the founding of the organization in 1980. Alexander, Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. It's always great to be on your show, Josh. Thank you, Patricia. Yes. Very happy to have you on. Alexander, Super happy to be here. Thank you. Your first time on the show. I'm very happy to have you on the show. Now, as I understand it, Waymo has a new car available, which I believe is now being used in Phoenix. And this new car arrives where you want it to arrive, and it has no driver. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in Phoenix, we have a ride and hailing service that's available. Much like you said, you just hail the vehicle. The vehicle drives itself to where you are. You can get in the back seat and takes you to your destination. Right. Now, that seems like a very a good idea. And as I understand it, this vehicle is a... I use the word modified Jaguar. Is that correct? It is. It is. It's a Jaguar I-Pace, so it's all electric. And it has. Uh, it's equipped with uh, a lot of technology to help it navigate the road. Right. Now, this new technology, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. When did you become involved with Waymo? Yeah, for myself, I joined in October of last year. It's been amazing just working with community organizations, working with uh, a pad and mothers against drunk driving. And it's been just uh, uh, an amazing time. And so for the listeners of Here's to Your Health, what do they do? They call up Waymo and Waymo sends this driverless car to their home or to the party they're attending or the event. Is that, is that how, is it just as simple as that? 
Yeah, no, it's, it's it's pretty much just as simple as that. It's you download the Waymo One app, uh, much like other ride hailing services. You enter your destination that you want. The car comes to where you are. Uh, when you when it arrives, it has kind of your initials at the top of uh, what we call a lidar, which is like a little screen at the top, and you press unlock on your phone. You get in, and then when you kind of buckle that seatbelt up. Uh, you press uh, start ride on the tablet inside and go to your destination. You can go grab coffee, ice cream, go see some friends. Wow. Well, so it's really just like hailing the cab. Yep. Yes. All righty. And the advantage of the driverless car is what? You can fit more people in the car? I mean, what, what's, what's the advantage? Yeah, no, absolutely. So 94% of crashes and collisions are human choice of human error. You know, that could be um, drinking and driving. It could be being tired, coming home from work. It could be, you know, telling the kids to be quiet in the backseat or anything like that. So, you know, when you think of how many uh, crashes and collisions are caused by that distraction, being able to not have that driver and have that technology that can see 360 degrees, see uh, uh, great vision at night and three football fields away makes it for the potentially, uh, potentially safer experience. Potentially safer expense, right. And as I understand it, the vehicle, which is the, you know, I'll use the word modified Jaguar, does it actually literally have 27 cameras in the cab? Ooh, it has 29 cameras. 29, okay. 29, it has 29 cameras all around, 360 degrees. Uh, and then it also has LiDAR, and LiDAR kind of shoots pulses of light, uh, sees three football fields away, 360 degrees, and it also has radar, too. And okay, so obviously then, so I'm sure you probably have, you know, lots and lots of engineers working on this. How has it been working out in Phoenix? Oh, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, in Phoenix, we are serving the Phoenix airport. Uh, the, the area that we actually service has increased to 180 square miles and that includes downtown Phoenix. So people are taking it day in and day out. And people find it Amusing. I mean, what do people tell you when they first get it? My God, it had no driver. I mean, what what do people think? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, sometimes you know, you have some people that may have a little hesitation at first, uh, but when they get in, it's I, I like I like to say a, a credible, easy experience. You know, the, the vehicle never goes over the speed limit. It's incredibly cautious. It follows all the rules of the road. Uh, so once you're in, it's just like uh, uh, being driven by the most cautious driver on the road. I see, and. Uh, so, and when we get in this uh, vehicle, uh, so we have these 27 cameras, and the cameras are watching the occupant, is that it? No, so the, the cameras are actually positioned on the outside of the vehicle, so they're able to see, and they're high-resolution cameras, so they're able to see you know, people, trucks, cars, uh, dogs, cats, everything in between. All righty. And... Uh, when people get in the car, so he, I'm always concerned about, uh, you know, a damage to the vehicle or something like that. So you are recording the occupant. So if the occupant, let me just say this, if the occupant is ill from drinking and they throw up in the back of the car, I'm not to sound, uh, so, so you have that on film, is that correct? Uh, yes, yeah, so there, there are uh, three cameras inside the vehicle, but um, they, while they're rolling, there's no sound and no one's watching the cameras. They're okay. just there in case... There is any vandalism or when you leave and let's say you forget your purse or you forget your book bag, someone can kind of look into the camera and say, oh, my God, you know, Pat forgot her purse or or uh, Josh forgot his wallet or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, and, and, and pretty much it's just you get in and you can take it to your destination. 
And the price is the same as, say, if I hail a cab? Yeah, absolutely. It's comparable to other ride-hailing services. Wow. Uh, Patricia, as the yes. president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, do you does Mo Mothers Against Drunk Driving support this uh, driverless uh, approach from Waymo? So, yes. So let me put this in context. Every day... 37 people are killed in drunk driving crashes, which equates to someone being killed every 39 minutes. So those are statistics. And this number is increasing. We have about a 14% increase with the last st statistics that we actually have. As you indicated, when you first did the introduction, Matt has been in existence for over 80 years. So clearly we have done our due diligence. We've been able to cut drunk driving um, in half, but we know that there's more to do. And MAD supports technology. We know that technology has to be the answer because technology takes away that human element. And as Alexander mentioned, the human element is the one that's sleepy, that's uh, inebriated, that has all of these factors that leads to these crashes. With technology like Waymo, which Matt does support, we don't have that element anymore. So all of these, typically with these crashes, they are 100% preventable. These are all preventable crashes. We, we don't have to worry about that with these autonomous vehicles because there is no human element that's involved. Now, one of the things that people often ask us about is how safe is autonomous vehicles? Well, I think like any other type of technology, there constantly has to be enhancements and you're constantly monitoring. But I think in the statistics, and Alexander can, can verify this, with the statistics that we have, Matt has, there has been no human fatalities that we are aware of um, as a result of autonomous vehicles. So you compare that to the, what we typically get with the human element and the crashes that, that we're getting. Uh, and you can see why this technology makes good sense for us, good business sense. So it's a good business partner to work with uh, autonomous vehicles like uh, companies like Waymo. For those just tuning into the show today, our guest is Alexander Hall with Waymo, the driverless cars, which we're using now for taxis, and also Patricia Riata, president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, an organization I am very happy to support. And also, when I first uh, met Patricia, uh, and I mentioned how talking about uh, drunk driving accidents, Patricia said to me, no, 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 these are not accidents. These are 100% preventable crimes. In one sentence, Patricia made me realize the issue. And I was so thrilled with that one sentence. I thought, oh, my God, it's, it really, it's really nice to know a subject. And so I'm very happy to support the work of Mothers Against Drunk Driving because they, supported by all political parties, have done remarkably good work that people are happy with now. People, you know, it's not like it was, you know, back in the 70s when, if pe when, when comedians used to make jokes about drunk driving all the time, driving drunk, and now comedians don't do that because it, it, the, the American consciousness has changed. Americans no longer think that's funny. 
And really, it's not funny. It's a preventable crime. And I'd like to thank Patricia for that important statement. Well, Josh, you know, if, if I can say something in closing, road safety must be a part of every community's discourse around promoting public health and well-being. And your show is about well-being and all of that. So I, I applaud you for bringing attention to this issue and really uh, encourage your listeners to really think about behaviors if they're plans involve alcohol or any type of drugs and they're going out right. or if they're going to any parties or friends or dinner or whatever just be responsible and do the right thing and and don't uh put yourself in harm or anyone in harm just make plans make plans uh for an alternative way and an alternative good alternative is a waymo calling it hailing a, a waymo vehicle right right patricia that is very good advice i think most people think, oh, that's just very good advice. Our guest is Patricia Riata, president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Patricia, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health uh, contact you and find out more about the work of Mothers Against Drunk Driving? They can contact me at pat.rillera at mad.org. They contact me, and I'm happy to work with anyone uh, and give more information uh, regarding the statistics around impaired driving. And as I understand it, let's say one of your family members or close friend has been killed by a drunk driver and you are distraught and you're not quite sure what to do. Is it is it true that MAD will assist you for zero money, they don't charge you any money, and they will help you navigate the court system and also help you with counseling? Absolutely. Man helps a victim. We have uh, every four minutes we're helping a victim and a victim is considered anyone that's part of a family that has been impacted by uh, impaired driving. And that can be through injuries or unfortunately through death. And like you said, everything that we provide, every service that we provide is at no cost uh, to those victims. We are definitely a victim centered organization. Right. Yeah. Very. very, I'm happy to say that you know I've been involved with a number of the mad events, and they are uh, important events, and they get great turnouts. You know, people uh, whose family members have been uh, killed by drunk drivers uh, come by, and the events are uh, somewhat somber actually. And people show up sometimes for the 5K walks, and they have these placards they're carrying with a big photo of their mom or dad or sister or brother or a close friend who was uh, killed uh, by a drunk driver. So it's uh, somber. It's it's very, and the police show up because as it turns out, the police have a lot of fellow police officers who were killed uh, by drunk drivers. So the, right. the police are very uh, concerned. It's, it's really, you know, it's, it's an important event in our community and I'm happy uh, to be part of it. Uh, as we wrap up the interview, uh, our guest is Alexander Hall with Waymo, the uh, driverless cars, which are so important. Alexander, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about Waymo in their community? Yeah, absolutely. They can reach out to me at Alexander Hall, H-A-L-L, at Waymo.com. And you can also always check out Waymo.com to learn a little bit more information about uh, um, uh, the work that we do. And the fact that Waymo is now you know, fully operational in the Phoenix, uh, Arizona area, how is the rollout coming in the rest of the country? Yeah, absolutely. So in in San Francisco, we have 
uh, people who are on our waiting list currently taking rides. And in LA, we are currently testing and progressing and soon to be open here in, in LA as well. And again, how do we contact you? Yes, uh, Alexander Hall at Waymo.com. And Waymo.com again is they are cars and they're kind of a Jaguar, a modified Jaguar car, and they have no driver. It's all done electronically. Is that correct? Yep, absolutely. Uh, fully autonomous. Fully autonomous. So it does seem, uh, you know, very modern. It seems very modern, frankly. <laughs> and the cars actually look very interesting. They are really interesting looking cars. So it's exciting to be involved with uh, new technology. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. Our guest has been Patricia Riata, president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, and Alexander Hall with Waymo. Waymo, the company that is giving us a driverless car that we can use as we would use any taxi service. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e hello this is weird al yankovic and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne aren't you <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.